It's the Hoffman Show on the Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app. We'll recap some of the top stories uh, around the league coming up in what's trending at 645 and actually take a peek ahead tonight to the NBA's in-season tournament coming up at 630. Anthony, it's time for the tournament. It is time for show. You probably don't even get that reference. The tournament. I don't. I was trying to like figure out like where you got it from, but uh. So back back in the day, uh, the the guy who ran the Masters, uh huh, um, I think his name was like <laughs> Hootie Johnson, which is just old Southern white dude named Hootie. Yeah. Ran ran the Masters golf tournament, mm. but he said tournament. The tournament. To, it's it was like is he like American? Cartoons. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just very Southern. Oh. Like like. There's different kinds of Southern accents, and there's kind of this very proper, like it's most associated with Charleston, like old Charleston, South yeah. Carolina. Like, oh, the the proper, no, that's too British. Yeah, I was like, about to say, that's that's giving Br- British. That's why I, I could thought. Get, I could get into it if I really needed to, but my brain's not working there. I'm also trying to, you know, make sure I nail this Eric Bienemy take in a second. Um, the, the point is, he would say, the Masters Tournament. Mm. The proper. And you said his name was what one more time? I think it was Hootie Johnson. Hootie Johnson. All right. While you're uh, giving your your uh, Eric B. Enemy take, I will be looking up Hootie Johnson. All right. Excellent. <laughs> I also might not have that name right, but oh, I'm pretty okay. sure. I'm pretty sure that was. I'm right. gonna find it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, apropos of none of that, we'll talk about the NBA's in-season tournament coming up at 6:30. So, I am ready to declaratively say Eric B. Enemy, not the guy moving forward for the commanders. I'm just thoroughly unimpressed with what they've done offensively. And the short version, the the super harsh take, uh, if you listen to the show uh, over the last year, uh, and specifically a year ago, as the Scott Turner era was coming to an end, and a lot of the criticism that mounted of Scott is, for Eric, he is running a West Coast version of what Scott Turner ran. There is not a lot of motion. There is not a lot of uh, moving receivers around. There's not a lot of formation usage to create advantages. There's not a lot of, uh, I don't want to say force-feeding your star players, but creating genuine opportunities for your star players that ensure that they're going to get the football. And that is a philosophical difference that I have with a lot of coaches who just say, hey, we have good schemes. We know that these concepts work. Let's just run them. And our X receivers are X receiver. Our Z receivers are Z receiver. Our slot guys are slot guy. Our tight ends are like, no, I like moving pieces around. I like if I have a really good tight end to see what happens if I put him out as my X receiver and seeing if I can get a a matchup on a linebacker out in space. If I have something that I think is an easy completion over the middle to my slot receiver, why not put my, my lead dog receiver there? Why not take my X receiver and line them up in the slot and say, hey, you can run this route from here and you're going to get a good ball. And you might, by the way, get a, a worse matchup. You might get their nickel corner who's not as good as the number one corner who's been dogging you all day on the outside. Like there's just things that you should do as, as part of a good offense, I think, in 2023 that also mess with the rules of what defenses do and mess with some of the things that have over the years been developed to combat these more static offenses that I don't think Eric Bieniemy does. But there's also kind of a, a timeline of adaptation issue that to me is an, an enormous flaw. And it it drives me, frankly, nuts to even hear Ron Rivera say what he said today about EB. Um, Anthony, the question is not in this bite by any chance, is it? No, I didn't include it. Okay. You want it? 
Um, if you have it like readily accessible right now, if not, I will summarize. Um, the uh, you got it. Yep. No. Nope. Okay. All right. I'll Sorry. summarize. No worries. That's that. I didn't ask you for it. That's not a. That's not a fine on Anthony. If anything, it's a fine on me for uh, exposing uh, a potential miscommunication there. Um, also, I didn't think that I would want the question until right now. The question was: Is Eric Bieniemy running what he ran in Kansas City? Or is he actually fitting a scheme to what the commanders have here? A portion of it out, just making sure we... I think what we're trying to do is try and figure that part portion of it out, just making sure we, you know, we can do certain things and certain elements. I mean, we've run the ball a little more effectively lately, and, and there's been a little bit more of an emphasis on that as well. And uh, again, as we just you know work through it, I, I think again you see some of those some of those things. But again, it's it does come down to us executing, and you know making sure we're we're, we're getting the right calls out. What do you mean we're trying to figure that out? It's now week fourteen. You're four and nine. You're all but eliminated from playoff contention. You've secured yet another non-winning season. We're out of time. You needed to figure that out. I would give you till October. As a new OC in this, you know, installing your stuff, if you all of a sudden were like, hey, we had a good training camp, we're still growing, we're going to try to compete these first couple of weeks, and then you, you hit your stride and you roll through October, November, December, and on into January, and hopefully uh, you can play late into January, that's fine. But these games count, and they count for the end of your regime here. And if you think that you have a football team that needed to run the football more as a head coach on Ron Rivera, where the hell were you in August? Where were you in May when you didn't practice running the football? We've run the ball better as of late. Okay, that's nice. Uh, when you're down in a bunch of games and you are down in your season, like, it's a little late. They didn't emphasize it in the offseason. They didn't run it at all. And I... I liked some of the stuff they were doing philosophically, but I voiced concern about them not doing any run work. I asked Bienemy and, and Rivera, and I asked those guys about it, and they were basically like, you know, we get the work in in the classroom. We're fine. Clearly, they're not fine. They've figured out how to run the ball effectively now because teams are surprised when they do it, but they're they they're one of the last leagues, uh, or last in the league in attempts. They don't even try, and it, it, the result is you don't get a, the the kind of defenses you see when a team respects your ability to run it, even though they're averaging like four six a carry. And by the way, they can't score, and that's the to me the biggest indictment of this offense is last year they I think finished averaging twenty point uh, five points per game. So scoring offense, uh, they were bottom third of the league. And they were averaging just over 20.5 points per game. This year, they are in the bottom 10 of the league. Uh, actually, they might be just outside the bottom 10. Uh, let's see. Patriots are last. The Patriots are averaging 12.3 points per game. Yikes. Uh, the Giants are averaging 13.3. Imagine how low that number would be if they didn't do what they did to the Commanders. Uh, so you got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So the 12th worst team in the league, they're 20th, and they are averaging 20.1 points per game. 20.1 after the 15 that they dropped the other day. 
Last year, uh, I beg your pardon, they were averaging 20.5 going into the day. They were 18.9 last year. So if they get shut out by San Francisco and and they're scoring around the same amount of points that they have been the last couple of weeks in some of these other games, they ain't going to be that far off that that 18.9 number. And that's ultimately why EB was brought in. They didn't produce enough. And while they're producing more, I would say they're doing it with significantly better quarterback and Howell over Heineke and especially over what Wentz was for them last year. And the results are just not there. And meanwhile, you have players like Dotson and McLaren who you've invested majorly in that aren't features of your offense are having way worse seasons. And in Terry's case, I mean, Jahan's a second-year player, but in Terry's case, the worst season of his career, coming off arguably the worst game of his career, and it's it's just frustrating because it seems like there's so many easy things they could do, so much low-hanging fruit to be better. And so I'm out. Like, we'll see what happens over the next four games. I hope we get a good look at Sam and, and gets to play more on schedule and on structure and we get to see him operate like that. And it just doesn't feel like a chicken with his head cut off to get anything going. Uh, the, the run around Sam, make a play offense. But I'm good. I'm good on that moving forward. Stoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. And to kind of wrap that up too, by the way, part of that is the speed at which it needs to happen. If you don't have the urgency to get it done and try to win your games now, and you're like, oh, this is a multi-year install. No. Too many other coaches have done it quickly. And that that to me is is what's super frustrating. Anyway, Stoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app. When we get back, A preview of tonight's NBA action in the in-season tournament quarterfinals.